following program is intended for mature audiences. The time is now for the hardest hitting, yet completely trivial, football show on the planet. You are in rarefied territory. Ladies and gentlemen, well, well to the broken helmet. Let's rock. The time is upon us. We've been waiting for it. Weeks. Possibly years. Possibly years. We knew it was coming. We just needed that opportunity. And that opportunity is now upon us. So welcome to the stage, everybody. Ben DiNucci. Ben DiNucci. I mean, sure, Antonio Brown got signed, but let's be real, it's really all about Ben DiNucci. You excited, Chris? I just, I don't know, I don't know where, where, who is this guy? Like, what is, what is going on with the Cowboys? He's Ben fucking DiNucci, man. What do you mean, who is he? The guy Why is didn't they sign some money? Why didn't they sign somebody? Oh my God, Chris! Because they had Ben like going DiNucci. For the first That's why. Like maybe, maybe they're going for like a higher pick in the draft. Maybe Jerry Jones is just like, look, let's just let's just just throw in the the, the towel. Let's get another wide receiver. <laughs> In the first 10 picks, we'll have four amazing wide receivers. Maybe, or maybe they're just super happy because they have Ben DiNucci. I mean, it's a big deal, dude. It's a mother effing big deal. Wow, the, the lowly state of the Cowboys. You got to feel for him, huh? Andy Dalton. He looked Oof. like a vegetable on the field there. What a hit. Ooh. I don't know what happened to him. He what? looked. He was like pretty good. He was pretty good for the Bengals. He was like a, he, he pulled a couple. He was uh, Cody Parkey. He had a double doink, helmet, and then turf. That's what happened. Right in his grill piece. I mean, I get how John Bostic didn't get but... didn't get suspended for that hit is beyond me. That's what I don't know. I'm sure he'll. I'm sure he'll get fined. Yeah, I mean, a fine is a fine, but. Suspend the guy. Jeez. You know, I, I mean, he was blatantly sliding, and he just went right after the helmet. It was like, whoa. And for a journeyman like Bostic. I mean, Jesus, the guy can't find he a smacked home. smacked him pretty hard. And now he hit him right upside the helmet. So, anyway, a uh, bunch of other things happening here in, as we approach week eight. We've got a ton of movement. The uh, one that I was kind of teasing with the Ben DiNucci was actually Antonio Brown. Big signing there. He gets his cash in the bank as he goes to Tampa Bay with Tampa Tom. I can't think that that's a good idea, right? I mean, oh, ruins ruin ruins fantasy for people. Oh God, Mike Evan, Chris Godwin owners. I mean, they've been battling it this year anyway. 
Gronk owners who got all excited because he started getting some looks. Scotty Miller kind of throws a monkey wrench into everything. And everybody jumped on Brown, though. But why? It's got to be a big question mark fantasy-wise, no? I don't know. I, I really I don't know why. Maybe he's got – but what happened – first off, what happened to all the reports that Antonio Brown can come back, but the, the NFL still investigating his other – Issues. I, I like, have. He's still going to get suspended for the other games. Like everyone's not. Nobody's talking about that. I haven't looked into it because I really couldn't care less uh, about the Antonio Brown, you know, fiasco that it will be. But I imagine what the the case isn't done yet, right? I think that's why there's questions as to how long he is that's play, what I mean. if he plays. That's what I mean. Like, what? How is this guy signing? How is the NFL investigating somebody and and looking into exactly what happened, which I don't think they're really doing, yet they're going to let this guy play after he was accused of – this is still the accusation not even about the burglary and, and the robbery or the, or the whatever it was. I don't even um, remember the laundry list of things a, that's gone on with him outside of him just being there, fucking There crazy. was two charges. There, were, there, was, there was two things. There was the – with the girl – yeah, with the girl that he said the the sexual was that when, when he was uh, naked behind her. He, he was naked. He got behind handsy her. with her, and yeah, yeah wasn't he naked yeah. cranking it behind her? And, right. So what happened to that? How is he not suspended for that? Yeah, I don't know. You know, they can't prove it. I, who the hell knows? In twenty twenty, who knows? But anyway, uh, I I was surprised they, that they anybody so, signed him because of his comment about the girls' kids. When he made the one comment, he was like, "Oh, they must be poor. Look at him. Look at how they dress. Look, look at how they look. She's poor as shit." Oh yeah, I'm surprised anybody yeah. signed him over that because, I, and that's just a PR nightmare to deal with. But he he got signed because in the uh, in the NFL, uh, you know, talent matters. Carlos Dunlop he got traded out the door. He went went from uh, the Bengals out to Seattle. That helps Seattle because their defense is horrific. It is terrible. They're ranked, uh, I don't know, down in the top, lower, lower tier of uh, DVOA. I think they were near the bottom, if not the bottom, 28th total. So they get a little bit of help there. Tua is going to get the start down in Florida. Is everybody excited down there? For the big Tua? Uh, to be honest, nobody's really, nobody's really talked about it. Really? Nobody's no, no. It's. I think they really need to see him perform before they well, write I, him off as the greatest there ever was. I agree with that. I actually tuned in. I was up early this morning. I tuned in to Jeff DeForest down on nine forty, WINS. I think it is. It's either wins or WINS. Uh, you know, the old guy that I produced the show for, and he was talking about two of the whole time. Yeah, he was just rattling off all the names of Dolphin quarterbacks that have come and gone since Marino. But it seemed like there was a little juice in in the state. I mean, you're not you're West Palm Beach, right? So you're just a little bit north. Yeah. So I, uh, I guess a little bit. There's nothing, nothing crazy. Uh, all he right. sucks, and I, he's gonna he's on a terrible team. So Dolphins not that excited for the great Tua to get his first start. Will Fuller possibly getting traded? Des Bryant signs. Wow, they they dusted him off the scrap heap, huh? He kept saying he wanted to play. I can't believe he's got signed either. 
You think he's got anything left in the tank? No. This is I, they were talking about it the other day on on uh, one of the satellite radio stations, and they were like, literally, if any, if he was still any good, anybody could have him on their practice squad, right? Anybody could have had him on their practice squad for twelve thousand dollars a week if he would have signed. So it's for like him. he wouldn't have had. He, he, he could have said, he "I just, don't want to play." He just said he signed for twelve thousand dollars. So he's, twelve grand a week. Again, I, I I didn't read the story because I mean it's Des Bryant, you know, way past his prime, getting signed to the Ravens. So he didn't get signed to the actual squad. He got signed to the practice squad. To the practice I, squad, he's on their pra- practice team for for uh, twelve thousand dollars a week. So anybody in the NFL could have taken a chance on him for $12,000 a week. And they're, he, they're not signing Des. I mean, maybe they did that just to put him on there to get a, get some tape on him and then see whether or not they actually want to keep him on. But, I mean, yeah. they didn't sign yeah. him to the practice squad to be a practice squad player. Maybe it was like step one of getting him on the full roster and seeing what he's got left, et cetera. But, I, you know, I don't think they're doing he's, it because they're like, we need some practice guys. He's too. He's old. He's like 32, maybe. I mean, he's not. Yeah, he's I no mean, spring chicken anymore. He was playing when Calvin Calvin Johnson was still in the league, and you know Julio might have been a rookie. You know Julio's in his 30s. Well, anyway, so he's on the he's on the Ravens now, and then his old team, the Cowboys, just gave to Ontario Pope the heave ho. They got rid of him. Said he was too fat, couldn't play anymore. They did. Whatever. They said, okay. they said his, his, weight, his weight was one of the reasons. Yeah, well, I can't you know, believe that. You want to pack on 30 pounds and play like shit? Guess what? There's the door, buddy. Don't let it hit you in the ass. So, and then, you know, the injury stuff is still just plaguing the, the entire league. It looks like McCaffrey's not going to play tonight. We're recording this, by the way, uh, Thursday, October 29th, right around 8 o'clock. Uh, McCaffrey, I guess, he, he's going to be a no-go for tonight. Uh, OBJ's out for the year. Landon Collins out for the year. Edelman, he's on our fantasy team on NFC, and he's going to be out for some time with a knee injury. That's oh yeah, he's, last thing he got he had knee surgery. Yeah, last thing that the uh, Patriots need is more players out. But ugh, especially when that team is not looking good. Uh, do you believe that Mister uh, Cam Newton has brain fog from his COVID? It's so ridiculous. I, the story? Is that – I didn't even read that. I didn't even read that. That's a, that's a real I, story? I, I saw the blurb on uh, Pro Football Talk. Was it, was it on Pro Football Talk? Were they talking about it on a podcast? I, was to. I think it was Pro Football Talk. But, oh. yeah, they were talking about COVID-19 brain fog. Is that what's troubling Cam, Cam Newton? Yeah, maybe. I mean – Maybe he's just it's work, but I, I, Maybe he just sucks. I, I had something similar to that, but it's not like I couldn't perform my daily tasks because my brain was too fogged. Yeah, well, I mean, you were a COVID survivor. Did you ever experience anything weeks after that would put your mind in such a, a an altered state that you couldn't perform your duties? I mean, I think you just said no, but... No, I, I mean, it, I, I still felt like, you know, the effects of it for a while, but the brain fog, come on, brain fog, brain fog, baby. That's the excuse. He sucks. Brain fog. Brain fog is the excuse. 
sucks. Yeah, brain Stop. fog. That's so, by the way. That's that's one of my that's one of my picks of the week. No doubt about it. Like, how do you not pick against that, what what I saw last week? They were horrible. They are horrible. Yeah, they're. I can't believe Bill Belichick is coaching that team. They're not good, and it's funny because you know, week one, two, and three, everybody was talking about Cam Newton. That boy is good, and you know, giving him all kinds of accolades. And that picture, I, I think it was the end of week three when he, like, fell off the bench all laughing. And they were like, ah, Cam, you know, because he ran the first two games. And they were like, ah, but he's not running. He's throwing. He threw 300 yards or whatever. And, you know, now look at him. Now everybody's saying that the the entire team is shot and they have to get redone. Belichick doesn't even want to talk in these press conferences, which is really hysterical. I, 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 I mean, nope. I have a love for him because he was an ex-giant. But Belichick is just a man. Did you hear the one comment he said this year when he was doing a radio interview up in Boston? And they said, you know, Coach, I, I've heard that there are no stupid questions. No, 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 there, there are. There are. That's what he said. He cut the guy off. Yeah. I love Belichick. Yeah, he's a funny guy. Uh, Did he really? Do, I didn't. I didn't read that story. Did he really do that? Yeah, I saw it on Twitter. It was on Twitter a couple of weeks ago. But the guy said to him, you know, Coach, I never heard there was any – I heard there was no stupid questions. Then he just go, no, there are. So, uh, Edelman, uh, Edelman, Newton not helping that team out. Jamal Adams still going to be out. Allen Robinson in concussion protocol. Andy Dalton also in concussion protocol. His brain is uh, mush right now. Joe Mixon, another question mark. Clowney's going to be out another week. Gardner Minshew, I guess he was playing with a broken thumb or has a broken thumb. That news just broke today. I, that was news today. Yeah, that I, was news today. Right. I. I it, it's just like. How I, do you not know? How do you not report that he had a broken thumb? I don't know. I, I mean, how these things just come out every day. Aaron Jones looks like he's uh, out of practice again. He might not play. But on a positive note, Jalen Rigor was cleared. All right. Great. Super. And then you have more COVID. Chargers, uh, they had a case uh, today or yesterday. Bucks, the equipment manager, had it. And then the Giants O-line is, you know, having a Raiders O-line moment here as Will Hernandez popped. And uh, it looks like he's going to be out this week. And their offensive line is going to take a nice little hiatus here before the game. How the hell did your Raiders get their line back before that game? Based on all the COVID protocol, that well, they were they weren't they weren't positive. They tested all of them because I punched out because they were they all just, around them. They were all around a positive case, and based on whatever uh, the lockdown, uh, whatever a quarantine protocol, I, I never thought they were going to meet the five days. And then all of a sudden, like two days later, they're like, "Oh yeah, all four guys are coming back." Again, I probably should have done because some research only on that the, so I knew what I was talking about. But, uh, I mean, maybe I'm right, hoping that only you the know one why. guy. The Only the one guy was, was positive. The rest were in close contact with him but never tested positive for, I believe it was 48 hours or 72 hours. And so because he was not – they were not positive, they could play. They were asymptomatic or they, you know, whatever, whatever it is. They were, they were, they were exposed. That's the word they keep using exposed, but not, uh, didn't pop positive. And the incubation period is somewhere from two to four days, I believe, which I, I don't believe is true, but uh, who knows? Cause yeah. I, when I, 
when I tested positive for it, it was like the 10th of April and I did not even feel the effects of COVID. I thought I was, I was over it. And 12 days after testing positive was when COVID started for me. So I'm surprised, but then there's the rumors that there's new, there's this new strand out there of it that's different than the original one. I don't know. I don't know either. I, I had to take me and three kids, and uh, today we took our test. So now we are sitting on the clock waiting to find out what the results are because somebody in uh, one of my son's classes uh, tested positive, and therefore we went and got tested. And now we're just waiting for those results. So, uh, you know, the fun just doesn't end here in 2020. So, But let's, uh, let's do some reviews on, on uh, last week's results here. And let's start talking about something a little more enlightening than, uh, you know, more COVID updates. First down. All right. So, Super Contest. We were both three and two there, sir. Uh, Looks like I hit on Green Bay, Carolina, and the Rams. You end up hitting on the Rams as well, along with Pittsburgh and Tampa Bay. We both lost New England. And you lost Buffalo. I lost Atlanta. So we were both three and two on the week. Do you want to take a stab at who won the weekly picks? I have no idea. It was me. Eight and five. (laughs) Uh, I don't believe you. You had a rough week. You were six and seven. I was eight and five. Uh, Elsewhere around the league, the Sharps had the big week. They were eight and four. And tickets and money, they fell back to the pack. They're starting to slip a little bit there. Tickets, general public, they were five and eight, and the big money was five and seven. So the totals, uh, teaser wise, were 21 and seven. So again, teaser's where it ends up being. Uh, the totals for the over unders, the totals teased, was nine, uh, 19 and nine. So teasers across the board still working out really well. The over-under ratio this week, it was unders by a hair, 7-6. to six. As for the favorites and the dogs, dogs won again this week. They were 8-5 and five against the favorites. And the only other thing this week, from the weekly standpoint, big road favorites. So when people were dumping money on the big road favorites, they were 3-1. Three, three wins this week was the Packers, the Chiefs, and the Bucks, and so then let's do our totals. Year to date results. So for the year, do you want to take another stab at who's winning? I think last week I was four over this. I'm three over now, I believe. And you were, oh, you were so good last. You were eight and five last week, so that puts you another three. You got to be winning. I am winning. I am, sir. I have 55 wins to your 53. So I got two on you there. The yeah, two up. Yeah. The the general public, though, is still in lead with 60 wins. They're hitting in a clip of just under 60%. Big money is after them at 57. That's and, incredible. Yeah. Well, the tickets and the money, they, they've been doing it all year long. Although they had a rough couple of weeks here. So tickets have hit 60 wins, money 57, and then the Sharps, only a poor 44 wins on the year. But they're over 500, 44 and 43. 
So the Sharps are starting to make a little bit of a comeback here. Uh, and as for the Super Contest, I forgot I was going to start off with that. We're both 11-9 with our Super Contest picks. So teasers on the year, it's still about the teasers, 150 and 60 for teasing the lines. So they're at a 71%. Sure. And the over-unders teased are at 136 and 68 for 67%. It's really all about the teasers. If you think that you have a chance... I think, I think teasers are... Teasers are going to win every year, right? Teasers should always be on top. Wouldn't you agree? I mean, that's that's why the odds dramatically decrease when you use a tease. For sure, which is why, you know, it's one of the beauties of football betting is that the tease has so much impact on the ultimate betting result. You know, you, you got to sacrifice the, the odds, though. So And then you have to hit the games as well. So it, it's a trade-off, but that's why the teasers are, are so entertaining to play. Um, the only other thing, the big road favorites, the ones that I talked about before, they were 3-1 last week. They're 29-16 and 16 on the year, so they're about 64%. So when you see big money coming in on a road favorite and making them the road favorite in that regard... Then uh, that seems to be last week. It was the Packs, Chiefs, and the Bucks, and the Packs had a ton of money uh, on them. They had like basically all the money uh, in that regard. I think it was ninety-four percent or something like that. And halftime leads. If you think that you see a halftime team that's behind and they might come back and win, well, think again, sir, because last week they were eleven and two, and on the year it's eighty and eighteen. So when your team goes in at halftime, 80, almost 82% chance that they're going to win that game. So you can make all your halftime money line bets thinking that their comebacks are going to come into effect and save your cash because it's just not going to play out in your advantage. So close race there, That's sir. crazy. Yeah, I mean. That's crazy. These games have not really had a second half to be held. I it's just it's been over after the first half but you know once the one team is up you know there's been 18 games where it changed but not so much close race between us though yeah. 55 and 53 wins and since we've been doing the super contest we're both 11 and 9 there 55% not great but you want to take a stab no. at uh, some over under and some spread totals give me there are four teams right now against the spread Six teams, sorry. Six teams against the spread above 70%. Give me two. Above 70%. Above 70%. Uh, well, it's got to be... Panthers? Carolina Panthers. No. You get one In- more try. Correct, really. Uh, good against the spread. Seventy percent. How about how about the Steelers? There you go. So you're one for one. The uh, Chargers are five and one against the spread. Pittsburgh is five and one. Oh wow! Green Bay's five and one. Arizona's five and two. Cincinnati is five and two, and Kansas City is five and two. Those are the six teams that are above seventy percent against the spread. And as you heard, the Chargers and Cincinnati are both uh, below five hundred teams. 
So there are now nine teams that have two wins or less against the spread. Take a stab at two of those teams. Oh, well, the Cowboys. There you go. So you're one for one there. Yeah. And let's put you on the Cowboys are terrorizing. I don't, I, I don't think they've won any of them. Nope. 0-7. Um, under, it's got, it's got to be because I, I keep picking the Falcons and they keep losing. How about the Falcons? Yes, the Falcons are 2-5. and five. So you're a 2-2 two and two there. So the uh, New England wow. Patriots, the Philadelphia Eagles, Jacksonville Jaguars, Atlanta Falcons, Jets, Houston Texans, and the Dallas, Dallas Cowboys. Along with them, the two teams that are actually above 500 but have losing records against the spread, Tennessee Titans and the New Orleans Saints. They both stink, 2-4 and four each. So wow. those teams are playing uh, playing close games. So the over-unders, this one is not as many teams, but four teams above 70%. Take a stab. Give me two. Give me one. I'm not going to put you on the whammy. Four teams time. above 70%? Yep. Over-unders. Chief. The Chiefs. 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 Mm. Incorrect. One more. Wow. Uh, on over or under though. Over, they're over records against the spread. Over, over, over. Um, the Ravens. No, the four teams oh. are above seventy percent. The Saints, the Raiders. Your Raiders. We talked about it last week, actually. Oh, the Raiders. Yes, yeah. the Raiders. The Tennessee Titans. Oh, the Cowboys probably. No, the, the the Titans and the Browns. Saints, Raiders, Titans, oh, Browns are all above 70%. And there are seven teams that are two and under against the uh, overs. So give me two stinkeroo teams, two guesses. Seven teams. <sighs> uh... They simply just don't hit their overs. Talked about one last week. The Jets? The Jets are not one. Surprising team. How about the Cardinals? There you go. That was the one we talked about last week. Yeah. They were, yeah, I, I think yeah, they, yeah. they didn't have a win against the spread last week in the over-unders. They hadn't hit an over, and they hit last week. So uh, Miami, New England, of Baltimore, course. Giants, Cowboy, uh, Chicago Bears, Rams, and the Cardinals. So oddly enough, only two of those seven teams are under 500. The Patriots and the Giants. Miami, Baltimore, Rams, uh, uh, Rams, Bears, and Cardinals are all above 500. They just don't hit their overs. The Patriots are horrific. Yeah, the Patriots are bad in every regard. They're just a terrible team. So bad. Such a shame. <laughs> so I was, bad. They're so bad, and I was I was really pulling for Belichick. I wanted I wanted him to win the battle was, of I him versus sad. versus Tom. I did. Oh yeah, I, I did too. Yeah, well, I, I this whole to, year that's what I've been rooting for. Did not want Tom to get the better of him in that regard, but he has an infinitely better. To team. be to be fair, it's right. To be fair, like Bill Belichick didn't get to go choose a new team. He had to keep the team he had. Brady got to pick whatever team he wanted. 
Right. And obviously, Belichick, you know, he's not on a one-two-year plan. He's probably going to try to build this roster back up and maybe, you know, celebrate another couple five. I think this will be his last little go at it. I think this next, like, five, this next run of building a team will be his last. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure. I mean, this is going to be the end of the road for him. I just don't know how long that road will be. So, Three to five years. Let's jump into the slate of games for week eight. Second down. down. All right, so we've got a very modest docket of games this week. So why don't we start off with what's easily the best game of the week, in my opinion. The Panthers, uh, not the Panthers, Panthers playing right now, actually, is the game has started. And they're in some of my bets. Some of this stuff later is going to make no sense. But uh, we're going to fly out to Baltimore. Ravens hosting the Steelers. AFC North battle. Ravens 5-1. Steelers 6-0. This line right now is 3.5 in favor of the Ravens. Over under is 46.5 points. The Sharps and themselves, that's it. The Sharps are the only ones on the Ravens right now. Big money, big money. 79% right now is uh, on the Steelers and the Tickets are coming in on the Steelers as well. So in this NFC North battle, who are you going to side with? Are you going to side with the black and yellow or the black and purple? I went with the Ravens mainly due to the fact that they're coming off of a bye. And they've had two weeks to prepare for this game. I I, I think it's going to be a very, very close game. Um, and it's something that we'll talk about later with the, the over-unders, but I can foresee this being a, a low-scoring game that the Ravens steal uh, at some point in the fourth quarter. I just I don't have that much faith in – I don't believe that the Steelers are a 6-0 and team. Like the, Put the Steelers against the Chiefs, who, who, you know, who would you think is really a 6-0 or who should be a 6-0? Like the, the Chiefs should be 6-0. The, the, the Chiefs – are far and away a better team than the um, yeah. than the Steelers are, and I think that Steelers. Th- this is not, like not the first time that the Steel- right, right, right. And the Steelers are playing. Everyone's like kind of down on the Ravens a little bit, but like they're smoking yeah, well, teams. They're knocking their offense. So the offense is really what's in question when you talk about the Ravens. That's where everybody's been pushing back. Yeah. Yeah, I just I think this like I was saying before, I, I think this is the toughest competition they've faced. You know, Tennessee's really good, and I give Pittsburgh credit for handing it to them. And you know, they let them back in the yeah, game at the end. Yeah, but did they? Like, but did they hand it to them? Uh, they they smoked them in the beginning. Uh, in the beginning, for sure. Titans looked like yeah. shit out of the gate, but that game yeah. basically was kind of pinned to the first quarter and a half. Because the Titans didn't show up until, I don't know, quarter, you know, that last drive of the second quarter. See, but that's always tough to say because if you're a Steelers fan, you're going to you're gonna fall on the fact that your defense stopped playing so aggressively. You, you stopped – the play calling was less aggressive. The Everything about Pittsburgh was, oh, we're, we're up by so much. Let's just – So that's poor coaching. Take it easy. I get it, but – when you're from a Tennessee's perspective, when you're, you're you're the person that's a fan of Tennessee or betting on Tennessee, you're saying, oh, man, they didn't come on till the second quarter or third quarter, whatever it was. So it, it, it's two different, uh, you know, 
school of thought there in, in regards to that. And uh, listen, I, I think Pittsburgh was a much better team that just, they just stopped playing the Ravens. However, like you said, the, the main point of what you just said was that they don't quit on, on opponents. They don't, they don't play down to opponents ever. So I cannot imagine them playing down to Pittsburgh. And if they have the opportunity to, they're going to smoke them. Yeah, it's going to be a great defensive battle as Pittsburgh is number two DVOA defense. Baltimore is number three DVOA defense. In regard to offense, uh, Baltimore is nine, 19 actually overall, while Pittsburgh is 17. So, I mean, these teams are pretty even right across the board, which makes sense why it's a three and a half point spread right there. You're going to end up going with who? The Ravens. I'm going to go with the Ravens, too. I already have them penciled in. I, I think this might be uh, a spot where yeah, I was not impressed with the second half of that Steeler game, and now they've got to go on the road again, and this time to Baltimore. I, I just This is a letdown spot for me. I, I see the Steelers losing this game, and, and probably by easily more than three and a half points. This is probably something maybe you could juice up if you wanted to. Um you know, make the spread five. I, I think the Ravens are probably going to win by a touchdown or more. I think. I right. I'm with you. I I don't think they're winning by a field goal. Um, I I think that they are going to. If they're going to win, they're going to win by like ten. I think. I feel like this, and I think I might have said this last week too. But the you know, I'm waiting for the Big Ben Tankaroo game, and oh yeah, know, for sure. This one, this one might just be it. And we're going to find out shortly here in a couple of days. So next game, um, you want to fly out to Seattle or do you want to head uh, down to your home state there of Miami? Oh, uh, Seattle. Well, state of Florida. Good. All right. So we'll get out of, uh, we'll take from, off from Baltimore. Let's fly over to Seattle. It's going to be a four o'clock game here. Seahawks hosting the 49ers. So this is an NFC West battle. Seahawks at 5-1, 49ers at 4-3. Right now, the Seahawks favored by three. And it looks as though there's a small lean in terms of tickets and money coming in on the Seahawks. Sharps haven't taken a side. Over-under right now is at 53. Now, Dunlop, I don't think he's... He probably won't play this week out in Seattle, right? I mean, they just got traded. Five days. Five He's days. Go oh, because of the co- because of the COVID protocol. That's right. Five so there's days no way. of COVID testing. Yeah, no. Not that he would help, but it'll be interesting to see if he adds anything to the defense because God, that defense needs it. They are really piss poor. They are. Oh, that's not going to solve their problem. They're twenty eighth, twenty eighth in DVOA defense. That's terrible. Their offense is so potent. The offense is fantastic. So good. The Tyler Lockett. Fantasy game was just ridiculous. Give me a hell yeah! yeah. Number one points. year, fifty-three points. Number one of the year. Oh, it's just insane. Um, but in terms of actual football, so you know Seattle, it's all about offense, and there's no defense. Forty ers was more defense than offense, but Shanahan's an offensive coach, and he ran laps around the Patriot game, which I could not have been more wrong about last week. I couldn't either. Oh, it was so it's bad. Terrible. It was really just. I was all over the Patriots, and that whole ship just sunk because that offense is broken. 
Uh, so do you think that Mr. Shanahan can put together something else here on the road yet again, this time in Seattle, to take out the 5-1 and one Seahawks? Uh, no, I don't. I this this seems this has like all the makings of a shootout again. Like I I don't believe in the 49ers defense at all. And well, they're really banged up. Yeah, I, I mean Fred Warner's really good that and and Kawan Alexander's really good and you losing Bosa sucks cuz that that ruins your your pass rush, your essential pass rush. Yeah, they haven't been playing with Sherman either. D4 sure. D Ford has been banged up. Sherman fills a spot. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think he's that good. Yeah, D Ford is banged up. So I, I, I think it's going to be a shootout. And I, I last week was incredible. I cannot believe the Seahawks lost that game to the Cardinals. They there was probably four opportunities for them to win, and they they blew every one. Um, I do not foresee that happening again. Uh, I'm, I'm going with the Seahawks in this one. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Uh, I, I think it's going to be a lot to ask the 49ers, who really just wanted to make me look like a fool last week and succeeded in that as they beat the shit out of the Patriots, are going to be able to go two on the road here, fly all the way back to the West Coast, and then play a Seahawk team that just scores. I mean, they are lights out, and they're good. You know, I mean, they're going to lose. Looks like they're going to lose Carson here for this week, maybe more. Uh, I heard he's a game time decision. Is he going to be a game time now? I mean, originally yeah. it was going to be multiple weeks, and then you know, so now we're pushing at a game time decision. Go figure. But that doesn't really matter. I mean, the NFL in 2020, especially the Seahawks team, is all through the air. And right now, Russ is cooking. He's cooking up a storm, baby. So yeah. I'm going to go with the Seahawks as well to cover that three. I mean, that's a field goal at home. You know, you should lock that up. Uh, so that should be no problem in my in my book. So let's now fly back. We'll go back to the East Coast. Down to is it sunny right now in Florida? I was gonna say sunny Florida because I always assume that, but yeah, it's been it's been really nice the past couple of days. It's been like gorgeous. Well, I don't know what right now the weather's supposed to look like on Sunday, but on Sunday at one o'clock, the Dolphins will be hosting the Los Angeles Rams. Rams coming to town right now, a three and a half point road favorite. Rams sitting at five and two. The Dolphins at three and three. Right now, the general public is leaning a little bit on the Rams, and then the money is basically split. Over under in this game is forty six points. You know, is South South Beach going to be worth any points here? Probably not in COVID era. So you got a a good Rams team that really comes and goes as Goff does. You know that that's what their that's what their season is turned into. It's going to be what Goff shows up. What week? They, they're they're either so ugly to watch, or they're amazing, right? Like when it's flowing, you're like, wow, that that's probably the best offense in the league. And when they're bad, they're you're like, man, that offense is terrible. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you watch the game it, and there, it's literally Jekyll and Hyde. It's like, what? It looks How like, does that happen? It looks like Goff can do no right when he has a bad flow day. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you doing, dude? You watch him and you're like, why did you do that, Goff? Yeah. Like, what are you? What? I hate How his bad they, flow they days. They almost lost to the Giants. Like that game was horrific. 
I can't believe that. that they didn't blow the Giants out of the. You know, that's a. Uh, we'll get to the Giants later, but the Giants have had close games, and they've had no business having close games. These other teams give them to them, and the Rams game was one of those games because Goff just played like shit. Yeah, yeah. The um, and then beating the Bears, man. I was like, great, you covered, but like, man, that was an ugly win. They it was just, an ugly win because the Bears looked terrible. Bears, Bears look really bad. Terrible. That helped out their spread this week, though. But let's talk about the Rams. So oh, the yeah. Dol- Dolphins oh, yeah. got Tua round week one here, and Tua is going to be going up against Aaron Donald, which is probably the I mean the only lone good spot of that defense. The defense isn't that great. Um, I know they're ranked DVOA eleven, but uh, I don't know. I never see that defense, and I'm like, oh yeah, they got they got players outside of Donald. It's like Donald and nothing. You know, Jalen Ramsey, I, I, I watch him and I try to find him on, on tape when I'm watching the games back. And, I mean, he's there once in a while, but. I, no, he doesn't stand out. Like, he had an interception last week, which was uh, kind of lucky. But he, you're right. that He doesn't stand out. I mean, they got the inside linebacker, Kaiser, who's who's all over the field. He's everywhere. Kaiser's great. Um, Kaiser's yeah, great, John, but, he, but he's not a great. John Johnson's really good. Yeah, but they're not game breakers. You know, like you had Donald, you had Ramsey that you would think would be game breakers. You know, guys that really had a, a, a big impact. Yeah, Aaron Donald. That's it, man. It, they got Aaron Donald, Donald their yeah. go-to. So anyway. He's a monster. He, but he's so he's good. He probably so good. will be enough to screw up the Dolphins and to I mean, two is going to come in this game, and, and you would think that as a rookie in his first game, He's going to be looking for where Don- Donald is most downs, if not all. Yeah, I uh, I get that, and and I'm, I'm I'm already foreseeing this being one of those games where Tua has an interception, Tua has a fumble, Tua takes five sacks, Tua throws away ten passes. But at the same time, I I don't have faith that the Rams' offense is is really clicking the way it should. And before the bye, Miami's Miami's playing pretty good. Is it? Is they the question were. is that's true. Is it like Fitz, if it, is it Fitzpatrick that made them that good, or were they really coming together as a unit? And two is good. Yeah, you know, if you take away that injury and you just look at it, the rest of his college career, that kid is. I mean, he's top of the line. He's he's very very good. Yeah, I mean, he was very, phenomenal very up until the injury. So, uh, all right, uh, gun to your head, Rams or Dolphins here. I'm going Dolphins. I'm I'm going with Tua. Oh man, I'm going with the Rams. Uh, I I really like the Rams uh, in this spot here, and I think the three and a half points for a much now I it's a coin flip because you don't know what what golf you're going to get, but I'm hoping for the better of the two. Uh, so all right, so we're going to be on opposite ends there. You're going to take the Dolphins. I'm going to take the Rams, and those are really the three games that I saw. Let's just rip down the rest of the docket. Hey, fun. Fun fact. Sure. Did you oh, know? Better be a fun fact. Did you know that Tua's last name actually has a, an, a silent N in it? No, I did not. It's like Tua Tunglaivoa. That's why I just say Tua. Right. <laughs> I didn't know that either. It's like there's no N, but. But it's actually pronounced with an N. It's weird. That's really weird. Well, that's why it's a fun fact. Yeah. Third down. All right, so let's go. Thursday night game, which is taking place right now. Uh, Panthers versus Falcons. We won't get into this too much because 
uh, it's being played right now. But uh, Panthers three and four, Falcons one and six. Panthers were favored by one and a half. Who did you pick before we started this thing? The Falcons. I went with the Panthers. And right now, as we're recording this, it is seven yeah, three Panthers. They look a lot better. They look a lot better. Panthers look Falcons. great, man. I'm, I'm telling you. And, and they Falcon. were. Ugh. No, you're right. Go on. I, I was going to say the the Panthers could have tied that game last week. Had uh, what uh, Bly? What the hell's the uh, kicker's name again? Uh, Sly. 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 Sly's kick been like another two feet. It was really close, and that was from sixty five yards. It's like, holy moly. Uh, so you got the Falcons. I got the Panthers. Next up, we got the Chiefs-Jets. Oh, oh hey, you didn't, even, you didn't even ask what the fun fact of, the, of that game was. I didn't know there was one. All right, well, what is uh, it? I heard it today. All right, I saw it today on uh, uh, one of those daily wager shows. Uh, the quarterback of the Carolina Panthers, Teddy Bridgewater, his record against the spread as a starting quarterback is 31 and 10. Yeah. Over, 70, over 75%. Yeah, he oh. is. Teddy covers, baby. That's crazy. Teddy covers. Um, well, what about Pat Mahomes covers, which is not the truth this year because right now uh, against the spread, Kansas City is actually, well, not a bad 5 and 2. So he could be Patty Covers. So does Patty Covers get it done seeing that they got 19 and a half points to get on top of versus the Jets? Jets obviously winless at 0-7. Uh, the money coming in on the Jets. Uh, tickets coming in on the Chiefs. Money coming. The, the spread has actually come down a little bit because this opened up at 21 and has shifted down about a point and a half. So money coming in on the Jets. Oh yeah, I mean, I I, I picked the Jets. I, I just I don't think Kansas City's offense. Is, I mean, Kansas City's defense is that good. Nor do I think the Jets' offense is that good. But uh, twenty points is a lot, man. Like that's I can foresee it happening where it, it gets to like what twenty eight seven and maybe thirty five to seven, thirty thirty, you know. Another touchdown. I, I I don't know. This is a tough game. I, you know, I, of course we know Kansas City's gonna. Oh, it's the Jets. Pick a team. The Jets. Oh, boo! I'm taking the uh, Chiefs. I'm not picking the I Jets can't... until they get more than zero can't wins under my belt. I can't believe I picked the Jets. Yeah, well. Who did, who did they beat? They beat somebody, right? Or are they defeated? No, right they're now? defeated. They're own seven. Own seven. Uh, uh, all right, out to Cincinnati. Titans. Bengals. Titans five and one, Bengals one five and one. Right now, Titans getting five and a half points, and that's up because money's coming in on the Titans. They originally opened this at three and a half. Now it's up to five and a half. Ninety four percent of the money on the Titans, sixty eight percent of the tickets, all Titans right here. And this was a snap pick for me. Uh, Bengals have kept it together for a while. Now they they trade Dunlop. It looks like they're folding up shop for the year. I mean, Bros is great. Love them. Um, Titans got to win by a touchdown here. I just think they're the better team. They're by far the best one five and one team in the league. I mean, they're definitely entertaining, right? And I mean, that, that's why they're so good uh, against the spread. I mean, hell, they're five and two against the spread, even though they're one five and one. Yeah. 
Well, I don't think there are any other one five and one teams in the league, so I, that's why I thought you know being the best one five and one team. Oh the, well, that went right over my head. Uh, <laughs> I suck. Um, Sometimes I get so, so into it, I miss the punchline. Uh, all right. but, but no, but you're right. I, look, they they, they they definitely do like to score, and they don't they don't give up. They they're the team that keeps playing to the to the buzzer, right? Like they just keep going all the way to the end, and they wind up they always score points at like the end of a game to either win it or come and cover the spread. And I, I, I don't, Tennessee isn't that impressive to me. Maybe they're just slow. They play really slow. Um, I, 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 Tannehill's good. Derrick Henry's amazing. He's going to have his way with, with the Bengals defense, but I, I like the Bengals, man. I got, I have faith in, in what they're doing. And, uh, I'm I'm all about that. I'm going five and a half. Give it to me. Oh wow, it. he wants it. All right, so you're on the Bengals. I'm on the Titans. Next up, Colts road by here. Colts had a bye last week. Now they're on the road. Two and a half point favorites versus the Lions. The Lions are getting the sharp action, and that's about it. Eighty-one uh, percent of the money on the Colts tickets are kind of even. I haven't I been given over unders, but the over under here is fifty. The Lions are not good. No, they're not I mean, good. It, they should have lost not, last week. Yeah, they should have lost it. That that was I mean, Gurley, you fucking dunce. Just kneel down. Yeah. Really crazy. But uh, the Colts' offense isn't that good either. I, we 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 know we've talked about their defense before. The defense is pretty good. I know you're going to say, ah, oh, they're kind of suspect. They haven't played anybody, but. The Lions aren't that good. This this could be a a, a boring, boring game to watch in every sense. Oh, I want way. nothing to do with this game. I, Detroit is yeah. eighteen and eighteen in terms of offense and defense DVOA. Indianapolis yeah. offense twenty two, but their defense is four. So yeah. you got the fourth ranked defense up against the eighteenth ranked offense. I'm. I mean, I'm going to go with the Colts. I, I. I just three points is easy. Blankenship's great. I love that kid. Yeah, he's <laughs> and, awesome. He's awesome. Scores a lot uh, of points. I I don't think that the Lions are going to be able to score enough points to keep, to uh, to win this game. I'm going with the Colts. I'm going with the Colts as well. So the next up is Bills Patriots. Bills favored by four right now. Over under for this one small. Forty one is the over under right now. Uh, tickets on the Bills. Sharp action on the Pats. Money hasn't picked a side yet. I picked a side. I'm going with the Pats. I think the Pats suck. I just can't. I can't bet on the Bills. The Bills had trouble last week with with the Jets, and I just I can't see the Pats getting thumped at home and then getting thumped again versus the Bills. And they're getting the Bills four points more than a field goal here. Snap pick Pats. No way. I will never pick. I will never pick the Patriots ever again after watching what they did last week. They need to go I mean, and win. Maybe, they're terrible. Yeah, they, for sure. They need to go cover maybe four more spreads in a row before I'd ever even consider. That team was horrible. Horrible. Yes, they were not good. No, I'm I'm going Bills. The Bills are good. The Bills have way more talent than the Patriots have. I'm t- Josh Allen is full of shit. That, that Everybody can He's talk all the praises of him all they want. 
I, I, I have yet to see it. What makes him it, great is that he's a, a physical specimen that has phenomenal it, scrambling ability. Stop. Keeps plays Our, alive. He's terrible in the pocket. He's not an accurate thrower. He's got a fantastic arm. Uh, it, it's you think not, you think you think they're losing because of Josh Allen? I don't think they're I, I don't think they're losing because of Josh Allen. I just think that the two games that they lost could be attributed to Josh Allen because, look, this is what I'm going to say. Let's revisit this conversation in three years and see if everybody's still talking about Josh Allen being the savior of the Bills and how good he is. I don't see it. So, all right, next game. Browns. Talk about quarterbacks. We talked Josh Allen first game. Now we're going to talk about Baker Mayfield here. Five and two. I bashed the guy left and right, and then all of a sudden he goes off and he makes me look like an idiot last week. Uh, They're going to be playing the Raiders. Raiders coming off that fantastic loss versus Tampa Bay. Browns favored by two and a half here. Over under is 51. Sharps on the Browns. Everybody else on the Raiders. Are you going to go with your uh, black and silver here? I, you know, I real before I pick a, a team, I and I heard it today. You have to look up, and I, I don't have it in front of me. You got to look up what Baker's stats are without OBJ. Oh, I know. It's well, incredible. We he's talk- like he's like a Patrick Mahomes. It's wild how good he is without Patch without uh, Odell Beckham. I, we talked about it on one of these podcasts. I, you know, OBJ getting traded to the Browns was terrible for OBJ and the Browns. He doesn't fit. He doesn't fit on that team. He's a it's, system. Yeah. He's a he's a fantastic athlete and a great system wide receiver. But he, yeah, it's been a rudderless ship there, and now he's out for the year. It, it really sucks. Uh, his his career in in Cleveland's over. They're gonna they'll they'll send him to somebody. Dude, the guy's twenty eight years old. He doesn't have that many great years left. You know, I mean, dude, he'll go to the Patriots or or, or the Forty ers He'll go to the Forty ers Shanahan always wanted him. They'll they'll give him uh, they'll give up a couple draft picks for him, and they'll take him and let him see what he can do in, in this in a 49ers uniform. I feel so bad. He he wasted so many years uh on the He's so good. Uh, on the he Giants. Was so good. He was so great and the Giants pissed he his career so away. Uh oh, I the Browns did. That's but, not- well yeah, they didn't do shit. You know, they they should have they should have tried to build around him and they I don't know, whatever. That that's a whole conversation for a whole another time. Uh Browns, I'm going with the Browns here. Um I'm sorry, I don't like your Raiders. Uh I don't like the offense. I don't like the defense. Uh, Josh Jacobs uh, hasn't been overly impressive to me, uh, or that running offense. I, you know, Carr has looked better this year than he has in years past, but I don't know. It's just not enough to get it done. Their offense ranked ninth. Their defense is where it's really lacking. They're ranked thirty first here, and then they're going to be going on the road against the Browns. Give me the Browns. Uh yeah i I went back and forth and back and forth on this game, and I I. I I'm back and forth again right now. Like I, I wrote Raiders, but I, I know it's just a stupid pick. It's it, like the Browns should win this game. The Browns should easily crush the Raiders. They're really not good. Their offense is not built to catch up uh, uh, on opponents. You know, like they're if if the Raiders win, they're they're most likely it's it's like a one score game and and like they go back and forth. But I I, I don't know, man. They're they're ugh, this is tough. This is tough. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with what I wrote. I'm gonna go Raiders. Raiders getting the two and a half. Raiders. I'm gonna I'm gonna guess that uh, Derek Carr is gonna throw uh, 47 yard passes, probably 30 of them to Derek uh, Derek Waller or Darren Waller, and uh, they'll somehow win this game. 
All right, so you're going Raiders. I'm on the opposite side. Okay, so next up, we've got the Packers hosting the Vikings. Packers favored by seven. Ton of money on the uh, Packers right now, just like there was last week. Uh, This was a snap Packers pick for me. Vikings rode by here, so maybe they put some stuff together. Seven points is a lot of points here. But, I, you know, the Packers bounced back big last week. Looks like Tampa Bay that week, two weeks ago, was kind of a, you know, a little bit of an outlier. So give me give me the Packers in the seven. Yeah, I, 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 it's at six from what I uh, most recently saw. All like, right, so uh, maybe it came hour, down. Half an hour ago. I'll, but, yeah, I, I'm with you, man. They, they smoked the Vikings in this first matchup. And the Vikings got a little better, but Packers – I don't know. One week they looked like they're Super Bowl champs. The next week they didn't. You know, I, I I don't know. I'm going with the Packers, dude. They looked really good last week. Yeah. Well, the one they, thing the Packers have working against them is their defense. You know, there's a couple of great teams, Seattle and Green Bay, that don't have great defenses uh, compared to their offense. Green Bay's uh, 22nd. Uh, Seattle, like we talked about before, 28th. But I don't think it's going to matter here. I think the Vikings are are really just kind of looking for next year and trying to piece things together to finish strong here. But yeah, I don't think it's going to be enough. I, I think Packers and if you. I liked it at seven. You're tell me it's six now. Give it to me. Yeah, for sure. Four o'clock games. Chargers Broncos going to head out to Mile High for this one. Chargers. Who cares? Favored by Give three. Throw yeah. it away. Who cares? Yeah, I, the tickets and the money, heavy money's on the Chargers right here. I'm going Broncos. I, I think people are gassing on the Chargers a little wow. bit. Um, I, I don't know. Three points. You know, three point dog at home versus the Chargers. I know that. I know that Abe, Herbert is good, but I mean. Is he that good? Or the Broncos uh-huh. that bad? The Broncos defense is good. We talked about it last week. They're they're still up there. You know, they're right now they're number seven. Who did the, they lose to last week? They got crushed by uh Kansas City in the snow game. Yeah. Okay. And who did they lose to the week before that? Oh, they beat the Patriots. That's right. They beat the the horrific Patriots. Um I yeah I'm going I be honest with you I'm I'm exactly what you just said I'm like I'm on the Chargers only because of Justin Herbert the dude is leading all fantasy quarterbacks the past three or four weeks yeah he's good he is for sure good I like what well, dude he's got a gun I just like I like watching the kid play really he throws the ball well as do I um so I I don't know I, it's three and a half points that doesn't feel like that much and I don't Drew Locke is not good. Like, the Broncos cannot find a quarterback, man. For the life of them, no matter what they do, they cannot find a quarterback. Well, it doesn't look like Drew Locke going to be the answer either. So you're going to take the Chargers here because they don't have the quarterback then? I just I, I just don't. I, I have no faith in, in the, the Broncos. I don't think they're good. Um, no, yeah, I'm taking the Chargers. All right, Chargers for you. Next up, the Bears hosting the Saints, another 4 o'clocker here. Good four o'clock games. You got Chargers, Broncos, which is eh, but then you got the Saints, Bears, and your Seahawks, 49ers, which we talked about earlier. Right now, Saints, Bears, Saints favored by four and a half on the road, 43 and a half over under. So they're not expecting a lot of points here. Sharps on the Bears. Uh, money's kind of split. Tickets are kind of split, too. A little lean toward the Saints. You're going to go with Chicago? If you, watched, if you watch the Bears play on Monday night, 
I don't think you would ever bet on the Bears this season. They looked terrible. Well, you know, terrible. F you, buddy. I'm taking them. I'm taking the Bears oh, this week. stop. You got you crazy. They Their defense is, I guess, is pretty good. But, uh, we, you know, we didn't really even talk about that game uh, on Monday night. But the the ESPN crew gave the punter for the Rams like oh, the, the, let, the player of the game. Let's stop talking about Johnny Hecker. Can we all just do that for a second? I, I, I get it. You know, it was a couple of good punts and a, it was a good story and it gave something to write. Enough with Johnny Hecker. That was like the highlight. They got so – the, the oh. announcers got so excited about Johnny Hecker. I, I, like, I, I know. I know. He's a flipping punter. Don't be rude. I'm punter. sorry. He's a punter. I don't care. And Art, if, you, if I have to hear them break down the mechanics of a punt one more time – and and the watermelon comment, like he kicks it like a watermelon. Like, what are you talking about? It's about to get all stupid up in here. You bet. <laughs> yes. No thanks. I'm so, done with punter talks, and I'm not taking the. I'm taking the Bears. Oh, you're you're that's that's nuts. No, I'm I'm not. I'm I'm taking the Saints. All right, I'll Saints did not look good. I'm telling you. I or know. Either I that watched, or the Panthers look great. That. You know, it, it got to be one or the other. But I, I don't like Drew Brees at all, uh, and I think he's going to have a lot of trouble here on the road outside versus the Bears. So I'm taking them. But you think I'm crazy, so you're going to take the Saints. Yeah, I think you're crazy. I'm going Saints, man. I'm going Saints. All right. It uh, brings us to the Sunday night game, this glorious NFC East battle between the Eagles and the Cowboys. Eagles 2-4-1, and one, Cowboys 2-5. and five. Right now the Eagles are favored by nine. Money has been flowing in. On the Eagles because they started this at seven and a half point favorites. Now it's up to nine. I don't think that's enough. Yeah, to... I saw it. I saw it on DraftKings at eight and a half, which I, I'm taking. I'm taking that. Yeah, so am I. I'm taking the Eagles. I'm, I'm, I had it at nine, and I'm taking the Eagles. Uh, there's not... yeah, I, the Eagles aren't even good. Like this is a really bad game. No, I, bad bad game. They were talking about it on uh, CBS Sports about how they wish they could flex this game out. <laughs> Because it is horrible. Yeah, nobody cares. I, it would be great to see them flex it out. So, um, all right. So we're both going to be going to Eagles here. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't. I, there's not much to say other than you know, name the starting quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys, and that's the end of the conversation on who you're picking. Yeah, second lowest, uh, second lowest over under here for the week at 43 points. The Patriots-Bills was 41. This one's at 43. I might like that for an over, though, because there might be scoring in this game, but it really depends on our, uh, the main man, whatever his name is. I forgot his name already. Ben DiNardo? That's my exact point. Right. Thank you. Whoever he was. We spent, you spent uh, three minutes on an introduction of this podcast with his name, repeating it over and over. We're now an hour in, and we can't remember the guy's name. I know. Of- well, I had it written down on a piece of paper. He's the JMU ben, quarterback. It, I'm not giving any. Is it Ben DiNucci? Ben DiNucci. There you go. Ben DiNucci. Whatever it is. Yeah. But anyway. Dude's probably going to light up the Eagles for like 500 yards, five touchdowns. Everyone's going to be like, what? And then there's going to be the Prescott talk. Do we sign Prescott? We have Ben DiNucci. I know. Take it, I, well, look, 43 points. I'm, I, it could be a, an easy over if uh, DiNucci comes to play. Uh, anyway, it was supposed to be a playoff, uh, you know, 
obviously Antonio Brown signing and then not saying Antonio Brown, but whatever. Uh, all right, so that leaves us one game left, and that is Monday Night Football. My G-Man hosting the Buccaneers. Buccaneers 5-2, and two, Giants 1-6. Should be 0-6. Oh Should have lost that game versus uh, Washington. Bucks 10.5 point favorites. Right now the Sharps are on the Bucks. Everybody else is on the Giants. Well, actually, there just hasn't been enough action on this game. 10.5 points. Is that too many points for you? Oh, I, I just saw it at 12. <laughs> is it up to 12 now? Okay. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. I oh, mean, yeah. It, this started at 8.5, by the way. I know. Oh, I know. It's it's just going. Everybody and their brothers. But literally, people have never gambled in their life, and they're going just to make a bet against the uh, the New York Giants. Yeah, well, I think the Hernandez things hurts because he's probably one of their better linemen, and then the other guys having to quarantine. It's just a mess. Uh, this was a snap pick for me, Bucks. I took the Bucks. Sounds like you're going to be the same. Nope. No, you going with the Giants? <laughs> yeah. What could possibly make you go with the Giants? Um... Well, I don't know. That's that's a that's a good question. Okay. Other all right. Other than the fact, look, it's 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 going to be it's Monday Night Football, and it's Christian's first opportunity to see the New York Football Giants play, and I think they're going to come to play so that he falls in love with them, and and he truly will be he will bleed blue by the time he's eighteen years old. All right. Well, you know, sometimes uh, the lack of logic uh, is better than logic itself. So, all right. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, we're going to have a devoid of logic pick for the Giants out of Christopher there. And uh, that we're going we're gonna to be really uh, one way or the other next week because we are on the opposite sides of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine games this week. So, yeah. while we're only a couple of games apart in the standings this week, that is not going to be the case next week. It is going to be all she wrote. So, uh, it leaves one thing. Let's get our wallets out, baby. Fourth down. All right. So, favorite part of the show is all the action and the picks. So, let's start off. Who do you got for your super contest? Ravens, Bills, Packers, Ravens, Bills, Packers, Bills, Packers, Hawks. They're playing now. Okay. Oh, no. Seahawks, you mean. Yeah. Seahawks. Yeah. And the Giants. You're taking the. Oh, my God. Look at you. You're going really all in on the Giants, huh? Nobody has faith in them. They're way better than, than people give them credit for. Oh, man. All right. Well, for me, I'm going. I've got at least one. I got two that are the same as you, and that's going to be the Ravens and the Seahawks. We both like those two teams. I'm going. Uh, so I'm going to go with the Colts. I like them in that two that two and a half points there on the road uh, versus the Lions. I'm going to go with the Bears at home versus the Saints. You know, I know you like the Saints, but I, I like that Bears spot there. And then I took the Rams. Rams on the road. Yeah, yeah Goff could screw me, but uh, that's what 
that's what it is. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Goff. So those are our super contest picks for the week. We both have the Ravens and the Seahawks, and then we veer in different directions, including my man Chris taking the Giants. So all right, what do you got for your bets this week, Dan? Uh, all right, so parlays. Uh, we got. I'm gonna bet twenty five bucks. I'm gonna do a three team parlay. I'm gonna go Ravens minus three and a half, Bills four, Packers six. Okay. All right. I'm gonna do uh, a money line parlay, twenty five bucks. Okay. And I'm gonna go Dolphins. Yeah. Well. Well. Here. Here are the money line home dogs right now that Chris is probably looking at: Bengals, Dolphins, Lions, Broncos, Bears, and Giants. And the Raiders. Uh, okay, well, yeah, the Raiders aren't home, though. They're on the road. I was sorry, Oh, not, they're on the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, so um, I cut you off there. Go ahead. Take the floor. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. Yeah, so I, I looked at the Bengals. I, I'm, I'm just – I can't do it. I can't do it. So the only other one I really – I have faith in is, is Tua and, and the Dolphins. And I'm going to go with the Dolphins at plus 165. I'm going to bring the Packers game down to, to even – I, I don't think there's even a shot that the Vikings pull this one out, but just in case, I'm going to bring that down. I'm going to take the Raiders at plus 155, hoping that they can put it together and shut down Baker Mayfield. And then I'm going to throw the Seattle Seahawks in there as well at minus 155. And that's going to be a $25 parlay. Uh, I'm also going to take those four teams – the Dolphins, the Packers, the Raiders, and the Hawks, and I'm going to tease them. So I'll get the Dolphins at plus nine and a half, Packers at even, Raiders at plus eight and a half, and the Seahawks at plus three. Okay. And what are you putting down on that? That's going to be 50. Okay. So you got the one three-team parlay at 25, the other four-team money line at 25, and then you're going to tease those same teams for 50 bucks. All right. Yep. You got any other are, money on the line this week or what? That that's it. Those are my, those are my parlays and my teasers. So that's going to be a hundred bucks. Where does that leave you? How much how much did you have left in your bank out of the initial? So out of out of the initial thousand, I had eight hundred. After this week, I'll have seven hundred. I'm I'm still contemplating, but I also uh, after you know our, our messaging back and forth, if I had to pick a, a team to go straight out on. I think I would go with the Bills. I'm contemplating throwing 50 to win on the Bills at minus four. I really hate the Pats this week, man. I, I, <laughs> You're just bent about last week. I, I Numerous weeks in a row. They are terrible. Yeah. Well, I mean, they, they got you. They got me as well. They cost me my two-team parlay. Um, and then they got you. Well, a lot of teams. Well, yeah, they got you in your one uh, your one bet there. What was it? A, a yeah. parlay? Yeah. You had yep. the Rams, Cards, Chiefs, they all hit, and then the Pats last week lost, so that cost you. Yep. So you're on tilt, and you're uh, you're just revenge betting. Okay, that's good. Good for you. Get it, get it done. <laughs> Always healthy. So there you go. So that's what you got on the line. You got 100 bucks this week. Uh, as for me, I've got 1130 in the bank, and here's what I'm doing. My parlay, two-team, 50 bucks on the Ravens and the Seahawks. And then another correlated, but 50 bucks on the Ravens, Seahawks, and Bears. So I always do that. Now, mind you, 
last week, I missed my parlays uh, because the Patriots for one and the Falcons on the other. And then when you go and you, you look at the totals, I was like, well, I wonder how I'm doing with my parlays. And my three-team parlays are 0-8. So I, parlays are just tough, man. They just are. But They're I'm gonna, very hard. I'm going to keep swinging. So I got the Ravens, Seahawks in one. I got the Ra- Ravens, Seahawks, and Bears in the other. As for a teaser, I got uh, a couple things cooking here. I've got four, so just bear with me. I'm going to go Titans, Packers, Falcons, and Eagles. So it's a four-team. Brings Titans to plus one, Packers to even, Falcons to plus eight, Eagles to minus two. And then I'm going to do all those teams plus the Jets for my second tease. That's also going to be 50 bucks. And then, uh, and that's going to be, uh, let's see, 50 for 158 and 50 for 210. Uh, and I thought I had four, but I actually have only those two teases. So, like my parlays, two correlated bets for my teasers Titans, Packers, Falcons, Eagles, and then all those guys plus the Jets. Over unders. Not that you have to bet them with your with your kitty, but give me two games that you like. So I like the under in the Ravens Steelers. Okay, Ravens Steelers under. It's forty six. It's real low, but I, I I do not think that that's going to be a high scoring event. And I love the over in the Seahawks 49ers game. I think that's going to be a shootout. Over fifty four. Fifty four. So you got the over there. Okay. Uh, I was looking at them. I thought I might get some of the games that you did, but I did not. I like the over in Dallas and Philadelphia. I mentioned it just a little while ago when we were talking about that game. It's 43 points. It's not a lot of points at all. So I'm picking the over on that one. And then I'm also looking at the over for New England at Buffalo, which is 41 points. Not a lot of points at all. Uh, again, you know, New England, the reason that's so low is because New England looked like crap and Buffalo looked terrible too. But I mean, look, you need what, 24 20, 24 17? Uh, it was 24 17? Yeah. 24 17 is the push. So that's what you got to break. So, uh, and then give me those. So those are my two. So now we got our survivor knockouts. So I'll start this time. Survivor, I'll take the Packers. They're hosting the Vikings. And for my knockout, I'll take the Cowboys on the road against the Eagles. I haven't taken them yet. Now's a good time. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Chargers. For my survivor, I, I don't think that's even going to be a matchup. We we tend to differ on our opinions on that. And then my uh, my knockout is similar to your survivor. I'm taking the Vikings to get get smoked. Okay. I think I already took the Vikings, which is why I didn't uh, consider them. But I got to look back at, at the list. But all right. So your Chargers survivor, um, Packers survivor, your Vikings knockout, and I'm um, Cowboys knockout. All right. That's a wrap. Uh, ran a little long here. I know you want to get out of here. So... You enjoy the rest of your evening, what's left of it, and tell uh, Alyssa and CJ I said hello. And uh, best of luck to you and your bets this weekend. (laughs) You too, buddy. Adios. All right. Peace out. Everybody else, thank you for listening, and we will talk to you next week or Sunday maybe. Whatever. Enjoy. Peace. Adios 5,000.